You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Atlanta, what's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Mark Zeno is back hanging out. Mike Bell is out this week. We start every day and every hour by saying, hey, man, it is good to have you on this Friday. We're just a couple of days away from Christmas. We will get you in the spirit. No, this this song makes you want to drive your car off the road. Turn I'm this t- off. What are you talking about? It's the, one of the top three. Listen, if a Beatle makes a Christmas song, burn it in hell. Uh, what are you talking about? This is, doesn't get you in Between, the festive no, spirit? No, it doesn't. It makes me want to ram my head dead into a wall. Come on, the festive. No. No. We, we're Song's gonna get terrible. You, we're going to get you in the spirit. I mean, you know, we, we could have played any Christmas vacation tune. Melikaliki, Maka, you know? No. No. A wonderful Christmas time. Come on, You know he's having it. a wonderful Christmas time? Travis your slink. He doesn't have to work anymore. <laughs> Getting paid and doesn't have to work. So, uh, before we get into anything, though, seriously, have you tweeted or put any social media pictures out there of your current situation? Um. Yeah. Yesterday, right after I got back. Because right. people were... You know, we're concerned. So I, I, well, we I just had my fourth you. surgery. So one on more, this same one, arm? No, fourth surgery from the same doctor on my body over the last two and a half years. Gotcha. So this guy's got a house in Cabo. One more, I get a set of steak knives. <laughs> well, obviously, he's so he's, he's got somebody that needs help. Yeah, just just because of me alone, he's been able to. Uh, you know, well, make, I, I'm just wondering because you sent the photo yesterday. I said, "How are you doing?" Um, and thanks to Rob Triple for stepping in yesterday. And I said, "How are you doing?" And you were like, "I'm fine." And and you sent a picture of the cast or whatever the hell this is, yeah, and I was it's, like, "It's aggressive. It, it's ridiculous." I would, I would have how not, big is the cut on your elbow? I, th- there's like two incisions on my elbow. There's like a two or two and a half, three inch incision, and then there's about a one inch incision on my wrist. Um, so we had to do the elbow and the carpal tunnel to unpinch the nerve, so I could get feeling in my hand back. So, do you feel it? Well, right now I do. Yeah, I mean, he said, you know, I, I should get some sort of a relief here fairly soon, as soon as this thing comes off, but. You know, again, the, uh, I'll tweet it out if anybody wants. It, it, the cast is aggressive. It's, it, he said I was going to be in a brace. I didn't realize he was putting me in a <laughs> hard cast. Yes, it looks like you've broken your entire yeah, arm. I look like a seven-year-old who <laughs> fell out of a treehouse. It is Dukes and Bell. It's Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Glad you're here, Zeno. Glad you feel okay. I don't need any pain meds. I didn't take no pain meds. Um, I'm I, saving those for tonight with a bottle of scotch. Well, listen, and we, we've got to talk about what you're drinking for the holiday, which we will. Yeah. And this comes on, that's when I pop an extra pill. Come on, guys. Let's get in the spirit, Zeno. And no wham. We're anti-wham today. We're not whamming anything. No, 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 no. We're not feeding the world. We're not whamming. And we're not simply having a wonderful Christmas time. This show would not be complete without having wham on it today. Come on. You got to fall in love with this song at some point. I mean, it's only been out forever. Let's talk about something, though, that I think you feel differently than I do about it. Falcons at Ravens. We're going to get into this, guys. We'll give you our picks. Chuck Smith's going to join us here in about uh, 10 minutes from now. Mm-hmm. Last night I'm watching this game. 
I'm watching the Jets and I'm watching the Jags. Yeah. And I got to tell you guys something. Zach Wilson isn't any good. Yeah, I already learned that. I mean, they they brought Zelensky in. Uh, Who? Z- what's his name? Zelensky. <laughs> Z- Z- what was it? Who was that Jets back? Chris Streveler. Yeah, whatever. Zelensky. I thought it was uh, whatever. I, he was that. He was in Congress. Yeah, I, was, I think he left Congress to go play quarterback for the Jets in the third quarter of that game. They bring in Zelensky, and all of a sudden. Seleski, whatever his name is, I don't even know. Regardless, He's then a the offense squad quarterback, and it was a thousand times better. All right, so this is where I'm going, Zeno. We get a chance to see Desmond Ritter for the second time this season. I told you this already, and last night was just more evidence of this. Atlanta doesn't take long. It doesn't take long to realize if a guy can play or not. And every time, and Chris pointed this out, he said every time that I hear Zach Wilson, I realize. I really don't think this guy's going to be any good. And more importantly, he puts himself in harm's way by saying something stupid. The more I hear Desmond Ritter, you realize he has the acumen and the football IQ to be possibly really good. Okay. But I would look on the other side of the field. What other side? Last night. And again, you know, Trevor Lawrence had to deal with Urban Meyer, uh, and he had a bad – he looked awful last year. And this year he finally gets Doug Peterson. And the first six weeks of the year, he looked bad again. Now it's starting to come around. The last, you know, he had a bad first six weeks. He had a mediocre next three or four weeks. And the last six weeks, he's been really good. He's been really, really And he's you're starting to use his legs more. We saw that last night. He is. 50, is 51 yards. Again, it, it, him not using his legs was a crime. Um, beyond that, again, I, I am very much – Skeptical that four games is going to tell us a whole lot. Um, and you say, Zeno, hey, you know, he was bad because of Urban Meyer. You're right. But it just goes to show you how much has to be right for a quarterback to have a lot of success. I mean, again, so, look, so look at the, Joe Burrow. But are the Jets in that situation? See, I see the Jets in a situation where Salah has already proven, listen, clock management, time management, all that stuff, every coach is challenged with that. But he's already proven he's got a really good defense – and the team is ready to win now if they could get comparable quarterback play. You put Mike White in that situation, and they look like a completely different team. So I don't think you can compare those situations when you talk about Jacksonville, and I agree with you. Coaching, uh, front office, all of that stuff does Skill matter. position players. It matters. But the Jets have all of that, and they're faltering because the guy they think they, that is going to be the future franchise guy is just not that good. It hasn't taken me long to realize it. I know you're watching, and it hasn't taken you long. I'm watching Desmond Ritter last week. He looked like a he looked like a rookie. Okay, it was his first NFL start. Let's see what happens tomorrow and over the next two weeks. My point is, guys, I guarantee you, by the time this season is done, you're going to feel one way or another about Desmond Ritter, and you're going to say he's got a promising future, which is where I think we're going to be, or you're going to say he's not any good because it doesn't take you three years to figure out your quarterback. No, not always, no. It doesn't. Um, I, I would agree with you that you'll be able to tell – Maybe after a full season, 17 games, maybe after 24 games, somewhere in that range, you pretty much know what you have. But four is the real issue here, Dukes. And now it's down to three to figure out exactly what we're looking at. Um, And all I've ever said is that all you can know from these four games is if you're heading into training camp or the offseason with him as your number one starter. You're your number one guy going into training camp. Now, you have free agency to address it. You have the offseason. You have the draft. I mean – that doesn't 100% guarantee he's going to be that guy, but four games should tell you enough to know if you're comfortable with him going 
if this is what we have, at least we're going into training camp knowing what we have. Zeno, before you got married, how did you know she was the one? You really want to have this conversation? <sighs> probably um, not. Probably okay. not. Okay. But how did you know? And the point is, simply <laughs> having a wonderful You know, Christmas this song time. I might listen to instead of having that conversation. But yeah, You go ahead. knew because of the intangible yeah. things about that. her. Yep. You didn't know whether she was the best cook. Maybe she was. You, there were a lot of things that you didn't know. Uh, guys, I'm relating this to how you look at these quarterbacks and how you look at Desmond Ritter. But there are things that you knew and you said, mm, this could definitely be the one. And, and, and again, for some guys, it doesn't take nine years. You don't date no, her for nine years. I mean, and some guys, you, you do. I dated my wife for a very long time. Not out of the, the fact that I didn't know. It was just it was great. I mean, look. There was, no I, I, reason I call, to, there was no reason to do anything. I call it the American Idol Principle. And the American Idol Principle states, like, if you ever watched that show, and I never really watch it, but, you know, you know within the first three seconds of the note coming out of their mouth, boom, they got it. That's the one. They got it. That's the one. That's the one. And if you have to think about it longer than that, guess what? That's You're probably not thinking one. about it too long. It's not the one. I mean, it should be. It should pop off the page to you. And so... Well, quarterbacks are a little bit different. I think you see it in baseball players. You saw it Ronald Acuna. I remember Manny Machado first showed up. You saw it immediately. Michael Money Harris. In Baltimore. Yep. You see it. Bam. Yes. You know it. You just see it. You know it. You feel it. It's all right there. I don't think we see it, know it, feel it yet with Desmond Ritter. Will three more games tell us that? Maybe. Maybe we'll see something over the next couple of days that will. But at the end of the day, again, if, if your ceiling with him is as high as it was with Mariota, then you really have to address – the quarterback position. Like, that's really what you want to determine. Can he be better than what we just walked away from? And I'm not suggesting we go back to it. He Mariota. has to be. He has, exactly. He has to be. That, that's not He doesn't a, have to be Joe Burrow. No. But he's got to be better than Mariota. Yes, that's and that's not a high bar. Can we be honest? If you're telling me I, I need my quarterback to throw more than 125 yards If I told you he ended up like Kirk Cousins, would you say yay or nay? Oh, yay. Yes, absolutely. 100%. Yay. Yeah, all, all the way. And, and by the way, Kurt has won a lot of games. Yep. He's been to the playoffs. Yep. I don't buy the Vikings, but if you're telling me that's the level of quarterback play we're going to get, we're going to win a you lot of games. You give me 10 years of Kirk Cousins, you're going to win a ton of games. You're going to win a lot of games. 404-741-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. Zeno is back with one arm. I have two arms, just one sort of. Well, one doesn't work. I mean, you don't even know what you're doing over there. Right? You just It's just like there. All right, I'll tweet it out. Yeah, people want to know. They want to see. Uh, coming up, we're going to talk to Chuck Smith, guys. We will get his thoughts on what's up front. What do we have to do? And congratulations, by the way, the Chris Lindstrom man gets in his first Pro Bowl. We've always talk thought about he, well deserved. Yeah, right? we've always felt like he was going to be. This is this is his trajectory. He was going to be a Pro Bowl perennial guy year in and year out. Chris Lindstrom, congratulations. We'll talk to Chuck Smith coming up on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. A wonderful Christmas time. The music sounds familiar on this Friday. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Should I go on? I don't want to, I don't want to, you know. Merry Kwanzaa. I don't, I don't want to leave anybody out. I don't want to leave anything out. We don't want any cultural appropriation. C- correct. Around. Correct. Happy holidays, everybody. It's Dukes and Bell. Mark Zeno's in. Guy just asked. We got to say this before we bring our buddy Chuck Smith on. Guy says, what happened uh, to your arm? What happened? I had surgery to unpinch a nerve in my elbow and my carpal tunnel. So, old injury from uh, first tour in Baghdad, kind of been lingering around for a better part of 10 years now that I needed to go get cleared up. 
And that's why you're wearing this cast like That's why device. the cat. On my Twitter account, at Mark Zinner, I tagged Dukes, and he's already making fun of me for it. Isn't you crying like a baby? Let's talk to <laughs> Chuck Smith on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Chuck, happy holidays, man. Uh, and, bro, you know, it's your birthday and then the holidays. It's an exciting time for you, isn't it, huh? Yeah, it is an exciting time, you know. And, you know, anytime this time of year, I, I really enjoy it. You know, I'm the, I'm the kind of dad and the kind of person I set up the tree. You know, I decorate the yard. We go all out. That's kind of how I was raised. I'm still putting up stuff. We got an event tomorrow with my family at the house. Yeah. But that's the kind of guy I am. I love the holidays. I do too, man. Uh, it's a fun time. And, and, again, it comes and goes. And, and, you know, you take advantage of it for the short period of time. So it's that one time or, you know, it's a couple times yep. a year that you can take advantage of it and have fun like this. Um, let's talk about what, what's going on with, with the Ravens, man. We had a guy mm-hmm. on yesterday, Rob Long, who basically just said this team is not any good offensively. He talked about, you know, the fact that uh, their scheme is pedestrian, and he really went in. But then at the end of the day, he still feels like the Ravens are are better than the Falcons, and they're going to be able to win this game, not necessarily talking about the point spread. So let's talk about what is going on with this offense up front. Are they blocking anybody? Are are they any good, this offensive line, in your opinion? Well, I'll say they're really good running the ball. This team is is the mirror image of the Atlanta Falcons when you look at it. Let me start off with the offensive line. They run the ball well. Let's look at how they're built. This is the AFC North. This is, they're built to play against the Steelers mm-hmm. in December. They're built to play against Cincinnati, the Browns, Cleveland, physical, running teams. So who else is constructed like that? The Atlanta Falcons. Now, from that standpoint, this is going to be a run-the-ball run kind of game. And their offense is absolutely terrible when it comes to throwing the ball. Listen, they just left lost Devin DuVernay, and look, he's out. You got Lamar Jackson out, and so when you look at this team, they can't throw the ball. Mark Andrews hadn't caught a ball, had, had a touchdown, I think, since week six. Mm. Think about that. He's one of the best in the game. And for them to be surviving at this point, I mean, it's shocking. But this offense, the Falcons clearly have advantages with this kind of weather, with this constructed offense the way it is from a coverage standpoint. Now versus the run, the Falcons are going to have to bow their necks. This is the second-best running game offensive line, I believe, in the NFL. It's going to be tough sledding for the Falcons' run defense if they don't bow their necks. Chuck, when you go up against a team like the Ravens that is very well coached and disciplined on defense more than anything, of course yeah. they had Roquan Smith in the middle, who I still wish that we had ended up getting here, but nonetheless, you know, this is a team you have to be equally as disciplined on. How much will mm-hmm. Arthur Smith um, rely on the fact that his run game is probably more disciplined than his pass game in this game? Well, he's going to have to continue to saw. He's going to have to keep continue to saw into that and cut that wood, Mark. And let me just tell you why. This is a veteran defense. These guys know how to play. Just like Calais Campbell is out this week. You get Brent Urban. He's a veteran. Big, tall, big, stout kid. Looking at the inside with Broderick Washington, Justin Beek at D-tackle, Jason Pierre-Paul, Patrick Quinn. I can go on and on and on. But you know what, Mark? This is going to be a game where – the Falcons are going to have to make a play with the quarterback's arm. He's got to. They're not. I don't believe you can take a chance on trying to run it, run it, run it against this defense with Roquan. I mean, think of the guys, really. I mean, the guys they have, that I don't know whether it's a trick play. The Falcons, I do not believe they're going to be able to do 18, 19 play drives, Mark. I just think somewhere along the line, are they going to throw the ball out? throw it around like we're, you know, Patrick Mahomes at quarterback? No. But I just don't see them 
as disciplined as coach will be with his running game, I don't see the Falcons able to run the ball on this group like that. I think they're going to have to figure out something else, and I'm not sure what that is. Chuck, let's talk about football just from a uh, a, a, a weather standpoint this weekend. This front moved through mm-hmm. Atlanta. It's cold outside. I don't care where you're from. It's cold. Oh. So you know it's going to be cold in Chicago when the when the Bills and Bears play, right? Yeah. Saints play at the Browns. You know it's going to be cold. There are a bunch of places Ooh. around the country where you're like, it's colder than it is here, and there's the wind chill factor is going to be worse. What do you do as a player to prepare for that? Can you, when you start talking about, I'm not worried about the weather, come on, man, you got to be. There's two different kinds of players, Carl, and that's a good question. You got the player that tries to act like he's not cold. He goes out there with nothing on his arms, nothing on his face, <laughs> nothing. he doesn't change anything. Then you got the guy out there who's kind of like me. He sometimes puts on too much. Got on the head, the gloves, the sleeves got a thing over his head. So those are the two different kinds of players. Let me tell you the problem with number one, you feel the effects on the field when it's this kind of cold. Mm. It affects you. It might not change your game, but it you got to listen, 30 mile an hour winds blowing in your face is six degrees outside. Ugh. It's just you wipe it, now you're wiping your face off. You know what I'm saying, Mark? And, I mean, I, I and, just think of Tom Coffin and Green Bay with his face turned to plastic. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So there are things that you can't control, but then you got the other guy who puts on too much under the shoulder pads. He can't hardly move. He gets <laughs> overheated on the sideline. And I'm that's real because I've been both of the guys. And I remember we played in Green Bay. It was in the playoffs. We were playing the old Milwaukee Stadium. Man, I had on so much stuff. I was like, what's that, that kid in the Christmas story? The little kid with the glasses that had all that stuff on he could, when he fell down. Ralphie. Uh-huh. He couldn't get back up. Yep. That, that's how I was. And all of a sudden, I'm, I'm all, you know, bundled up. All of a sudden, you hear the people in the stadium in old Milwaukee say, Reggie, Reggie. Reggie White walks on the field with nothing on his arm. Oh. Nothing, I'm talking about not one piece of tape with that smoke coming out of his mouth. He was the other kind of beast. I was from a dome team. I had to get draped up. <laughs> Chuck, can you tell which guys – can take hits and which ones can't. I mean, is that the defense is in on those offensive guys in that cold weather who don't look like they want to take a hit? Yeah, you, def- you definitely can see. There is a difference. You'll see guys kind of jogging around and they'll walk off the field, Mark kind of, you know, acting like it's cold and shivering. Then they run. A lot of guys you see that kind of tap out. Well, we used to kind of look at Chris Dolman taught me this. Dolman would say he would look at the guys on the sideline and see who had their, their jackets on first. I'm like, okay, well, you know, looking at the offensive lineman, he was like, okay, if they don't have their jackets on, Chuck, they're probably ready. You know, if they got their jackets on, you know, you can do this and do that. But, you know, it's really interesting. These games, and don't let it be wet, wet rain. Don't let it, like last night, that game last night, when I looked at that rain and Mark Zeno, and you know, up that way, with that weather, with the Jets game, I was watching that. I was like, man, that, I don't, listen, 30-something degrees with that rain, that's as bad as being 20 without snow. Mm-hmm. It is. And by the way, uh, Chris Dolman, rest in peace, man. One of the great people. Rest in uh, peace. No doubt. Uh, yeah. It's Chuck Smith joining us here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, talking about all things NFL. Um, and by the way, next week we will get into these national semifinal games. We'll talk about the dogs in Ohio oh, State. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into uh, what we're looking at with TCU and Michigan and, and leading up to those games on December 31st. But this is an interesting week because it's a short week. It's Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. And then the other aspect, and, and I want to ask you this just from a family standpoint, 
you know, are you worried about all this stuff with the kids and making sure everything's done? I know the wives don't get enough credit in these situations, but, you know, it's rare when we get to the NFL on a Christmas Eve and games on Christmas. So how much does that play, or does it at all? You're going to go do your job. Well, you're going to go do your job, you know, but a lot of guys, you know, it's, it's a little different, but it's part of what you sign up for. And a lot of guys, when they're in that situation, it can be distracting depending on what kind of wife you got. Hey, you know, if your <laughs> wife is the one run, running everything, yeah. well, why are you in here? Even, look, you be having, listen, I've seen where wives, where cats have, know they're playing on Christmas or something like that, and the wife's still griping. He's still worried about trying to get home as soon as he can after the game. I respect that. But in that situation, it's a blessing. It's a blessing to play on Christmas Day or have this opportunity to play in the league. Even like with the guys complaining about the weather, I heard a couple guys, wham, wham, wham. Keep what you crying. You about to make $10,000 this week? Hush up, man, to go out there. And if you freeze up, you'll better get a heater and heat yourself up real fast. That is insane. It, it is. It is. Chuck, I want to ask you, though, as we uh, talk about some of these yeah. games this weekend, man, and – you know, um, there are a couple of teams that are surging, and I want to ask you if you buy into them. One of them we saw last night. Jacksonville is surging right now, and they are still in playoff contention. Um, the Bengals are one of them, and I think the Bengals may be the best team right now in the AFC considering, you know, they're on this winning six of their last seven or whatever it is. And then the other team is the Lions. Well, you buy the Lions. You buy the Jags of what you're seeing defensively. Last night they gave up three points. I don't think that, that defense has given up three points since 2017. Now, again, it was the Jets, and they got quarterback issues. <laughs> but going into the playoffs, I think all three of those teams can be very dangerous considering how the Bengals started 0-2. The Lions, nobody thought they were going to be in the playoff hunt. They lost five in a row. And then here come the Jags. All right, let's start with number one. They all got quarterbacks. Let's start off with number two. Each one of those teams has a defense that can shut your that offense down. And number three, they're confident. They, no one believes. They, well, outside of Cincinnati. But the other two, when you're looking at Detroit, look at no one believes. Jacksonville, no one believes. But they got guys who were all – they all were top five picks, right? Yep. I mean, the quarterbacks, they got they, – and we talk about this all the time, and it always stands up. The teams that are really, really good got franchise quarterbacks. But these teams now have defenses. I'm believing in all of them. I think Detroit can outscore people. I think they're a sneaky good defense. Cincinnati, I don't know if there's a quarterback. Listen, Joe Burrow is as good as anybody in the league from my standpoint. And of the three, the one I probably least believe in the most would probably be Jacksonville. Their defense, there's still to me some, some, you know, some issues there. But I love Trevor Lawrence. I love how he's maturing. I just like seeing Jacksonville being relevant, too. I don't like seeing teams that are just bad forever. So I'm happy that they're there, but they're worthy. I hope they get in the playoffs. You talk about Jacksonville and their quarterback. You know, if you would have sat here heading into week three as opposed to week 16, you wouldn't have been such a believer in Trevor Lawrence. Uh, What do you – I mean, as we look at Desmond Ritter here, you know, going into his second game, it's one of those things where it's like, as a player, how do you know when you're starting to get better and, and what switch has gone on for Trevor that all of a sudden in the last six weeks he's looked like a number one overall pick when the first six weeks he didn't? Well, I think the personnel around him has gotten better. Look at Etienne. Last year he wasn't around. He was injured. This year I think he has 1,000 yards rushing he got last night. They went and got a free eight. They went and got Ingram at tight end, plug and play. They got receivers that st- stepped up. So 
give him credit, but you also got to give Jacksonville's personnel around them credit. Now, on defense, they go in and bring in a guy like Arden Key as their designated pass rusher. They, they add all these, they got all these other guys that were high picks, but they sucked over the past couple of years. <laughs> now they're balling. So all these different things have helped Trevor Lawrence put it all together because he ain't got to do it all together. Then you add in a coach that right now looks to be a good fit. I'm not going to jump the gun and say he's a Super Bowl winning coach right now, but for this right now, Mark, everything's looking good, and then all that has helped Trevor Lawrence start reaching his potential. Chuck, man, Merry Christmas to you and the family. Enjoy. Appreciate you as always. Looking forward to uh, talking some college football next week as we talk about the dogs and Ohio State. Hey, man, get us out of here. All right. Live life every day like it's third and eight. Mark and Carl, y'all have a blessed holiday. You too, man. Chuck Smith here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Coming up, 320, Jeff Schultz from The Athletics is going to stop by. He wrote a great piece talking about Alex Anthopoulos and Dansby Swanson and Kind of breaking down a lot of the different things. We'll also talk to him about Desmond Ritter and, and, and the Hawks situation I as well. I am personally uh, one of Jeff's favorite radio personalities. You should start the interview with that. I think I am. I, I'm, I'm, I might be ahead of you. I mean, of... Really? Well, you know, uh, Jeff has a certain soft spot in his heart for me. What happened? What'd you do to him? I didn't do anything. He just, you know, he appreciates me. He gets me. He understands me. That, that is a first. <laughs> Coming up. <laughs> Would you stop? A wonderful Christmas time. We will get to uh, some headlines, guys. Hawks back in action tonight. Some people saying if we lose against the lowly Pistons, it could mean more issues for the Hawks. We'll talk about it next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Dukes and Bell, we're trying to get you in the Christmas spirit. Listen, I don't know what kind of Christmas or holiday music you might listen to. What kind of vibe on this, man? This is this is good stuff, right? Is that Boys the like Men? Wa- boys the Men. I feel like I'm watching Boomerang. <laughs> okay, see why you have to go there. <laughs> I love that I feel movie. like it's that scene at the beginning of Boomerang. <laughs> I love that movie. He's just slowly pulling the covers back and looking at her feet. <laughs> ah! 
<laughs> Mark Zeno's in for Mike today. Uh, a lot oh, of guys hitting us up. about that the other day. Go to hammer time in the shoes? No, no, oh. no, no. I, I was talking about uh, running into somebody who had larger hands than what I thought they should have. Oh. Yeah. That's all. Well, all the better to that, give mean, you gifts with, my dear. That's where I'm going to leave it. But okay. I told Chris that story, and he he was laughing so hard in the in the bullpen in there. Him and Tribble, as a matter of fact. By the way, do you play on the same baseball league as Rob Tribble? Do you guys play in the same league? Do you know? I don't know. Because Tribble was telling me yesterday, because I was telling him about the injury, and uh, he was like, well, yeah, I think we play in the same league. And he's like, I'm an old guy, though. I have never seen it. it might, well, it might just it might be the Atlanta MSBL. Okay. The Men's Senior Baseball League. Yeah. It's fast it, pitch, though, right? Yeah, it's all regular you know stuff. I... I so after my surgeries, I had to I had to step I had to step down in class from the eighteen and over league to the yeah because those kids thirty five are, are real they're the real listen, deal. I, I tell you what, man. Listen, I, I, there was a couple of years ago, I was uh, I was playing in the eighteen over league and I was warming up this kid. And it was the first time he showed up, and we were warming up. We were going over pitching and everything. I looked at him. I said, "How old are you, man?" He's like, "I'm 20. I said, "I'm old enough to be your father. If you shake me off <laughs> once, I'm gonna come out to the mound and slap you. Are we clear?" Yeah. I said, "All right." Well, said, it's like you know when I when I turn. Hey. Christmas time. You're the mean one. Um, when I turned 35 or so, maybe I was 36, and I had played a lot of pickup basketball up to that point, played in leagues and all this stuff. And, you know, guys were like, hey, man, you going to play in the 35 and over league? I'm like, no, I'm not playing in the 35 and over Because you feel like mm-hmm. you can still do things like when you were 25. And I was like, no, I'm not going to play in the, in the 35 and over league. And I'm complaining, and, like, I get the season started, right? Mm-hmm. These kids are murdering me. Like these, yeah. these, these 20, 23 year old guys, they're just doing whatever they want to do. And you're like, I said this in your head, Zeno, you can relate to this. You're in your mind, you know what you want to do, but you're moving at this pace. I mean, I was fine until the two shoulder surgeries and the knee surgery. That's yeah. when I knew I had to step down in class a little bit. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta play. I just wasn't, wasn't there anymore. Got to play with your equals. All right, man. It's like the big kid on the playground and, you know, that whole thing. And you got to play. That's why they have age limits, right? With 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 kids, mm-hmm. you can't have the fourteen year old kids playing with the eight year olds. It just it doesn't work. Um, we got a lot to get to, man. Jeff Schultz is going to join us here coming up at three twenty. Um, also, we will talk about a little bit later on coming up uh, with Steve Holman about the Hawks. I, I got to say this, and we'll dive into this a little bit later too. Pistons in town tonight. I'm going to let you hear what John Collins had to say about Travis Slink and what he means to him. I don't want to jump the gun here. But with the way we've been playing, the up and down, Nate McMillan saying we're not ready, we're flat, all this stuff. If you come out flat tonight against the Pistons and you lose. Without one of their best players. Cade, Cade McNamara. For the Mac- year. It, it, Cunningham, uh, yeah. yeah, Cunningham. He's done for the season. And then, by the way, the Pistons may have the first overall pick when it's all said and done. They, they may be the first team with the, with the overall pick. Are we going to see something happen? What I'm telling you is how long does the inconsistency continue? If, if, if in the same week your GM, quote, steps down. Yeah, VP of player personnel. And then you fire your head coach, I'm telling you, the blow-up is coming. You, you can't have that, many, that much leadership be expelled from the ship. <laughs> You know, this thing is rudderless right now, and, and who knows what direction it's going in. Well, Landry you throw Fields is running more... this thing. Come on. Okay, I- I'm sorry, but did, you know what the problem is, though? He's not on the sideline every night. No, he's not. We're flat. <laughs> no, he's so, – Don't start, Chris. I mean, if you do that in the same week, <laughs> that is a sign of turmoil from top to bottom. Uh, and, and the thing is completely going to be underwater. And let me tell you something, and here's the other part. 
Because here's the dangerous thing. What happens if you fire your coach and by right after the new year, Eleven walks to wrestling and says, I want to be traded. Oh, come on. I want out. This is a mess. Look look what's happened here. This is a mess. I mean, you have to consider well, that if you're if you're making these kind of moves that it would it would make me as a star feel like, what direction is this heading? I came here to win championships and we're dumping people all over the place. Well, it's a fair playing at a slow pace. It's a fair assessment. Right, I mean, there's a lot going. I'm on. I'm not saying Trey feels that way. I just well, we don't when know. stars ask for trades in the NBA, it happens. It happens. But reports came out yesterday, and Triple and I were talking about it. Uh, um, that there is some disgruntled things that have happened or going on with Trey that may force him to ask for a trade when the season's over if the team doesn't do what they need to do in the postseason. Yeah. My question was, what is that? Is that is do we need to get to the Eastern Conference Finals for him to feel happy? Do we have to be an NBA Finals team? Because I don't know if that's going to happen. I just I, when you say those things or that stuff gets out, it's like okay, you're putting these consequences out there. But really, what are we saying? If we're in the play-in tournament, you want to ask? You're going to ask for a trade? I mean, what are we saying? So it's 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 something to think about. We'll talk more about it along the way. Turtle behind the glass. He is our engineer, also executive producing. Bo is out this week as well. As I've said, Mark Zeno in for Mike. Follow us on social media, guys. At Mark Zeno, I'm at Put 'Em Up. See Dukes and this radio show, Dukes and Bell nine two nine. Follow the radio station at 929 The Game. Stay up on everything that's going on and follow us on the gram as well. Turtle, let's hit some headlines. Strap in, youngins. Hitting the headlines with Dukes and Bell. Grady Jarrett's been balling out all season long, guys. Mm -hmm. There are pluses to some of the things that we've seen. He's a plus. But he was like, look, we cannot get down early like we did last week against the Saints on the road against the Ravens. And he's right. You know what I mean? It's, it shows some resilience, but at the same time, we can't we can't go down um, that early in the game like that. You know, making some mistakes and having explosive plays, we got to cut it out. You know, I think it's it's tough. You know, when guys do fight back, and we do fight back. You know, but uh, being a competitor, you know, wanting to win, you know, the, the, um, trying to find the more victories is is, is um, not what I'm trying to keep doing. You know, what I'm saying we got to get better and um, find a way to stop uh, points from being scored and win some games. Pre-game starts at 11, kick is at 1 right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Tomorrow, guys, as they take on the Ravens, you can get all the coverage right here. John Collins was talking about Travis Slink. He steps down. He's going to be in an advisory role. Stop looking at me like that, Zeno. This is what JC said about Travis Slink. Oh, yeah, obviously uh, meant a lot to me starting my, work, uh, my tenure with the NBA team here in Atlanta. Travis, again, believing in me and uh, using that uh, 19th pick to take me, so... You know, I feel like Travis is forever in the positive with me and um, just giving me an opportunity to start my NBA career. Yeah, and the other thing he didn't do is when everybody thought he was going to be traded away, Travis didn't trade him. You know, everybody thought John Collins the last couple of seasons was going to be traded for whatever reason. His name was at the top of the list of guys to be traded, and Travis Link didn't do that. He thought this was a better team with J.C. Some will argue. Some will say, hey, J.C.'s not doing enough. I will tell you guys DeAndre Hunter's not doing enough. You know, um, there are a lot of things right now that, that need to be fixed. But as far as what you just said about this this rudderless ship, who's leading the way, who's setting the, the course, right now I, I don't know what that looks like behind the scenes. I, I just don't. What I do know is Nate's on the sideline. No, I know what it looks like behind the scenes. And, right and now it's a mess. Get fixed. It's a mess. What do you mean? We don't know. How? We don't know if that's the case. All the evidence points to otherwise. You don't take an accomplished GM like Travis Schlenk and, you know, 
or again, I'll, I'll stick to the press release. It's just very odd that he would, quote, step down at this juncture to be with his family. Uh, it, it, the way they're playing, the, the expectations that they've had over the last couple of years, the lack of ability to really alter significantly this roster, um, it reeks more of something other than stepping down. Hmm. You think it's a complete mess behind the scenes? I think there's a lot of organizational philosophical differences at the top, which is part of the reason why Travis may be stepping down. That I do agree with. It's, du- it's Tukes and Bell. Headlines brought to you by ATL Live Well. Low testosterone doesn't have to keep you down. Call ATL Live Well today. Don't just live, live well. Um, Trevor Lawrence last night. I think Trevor Lawrence, how many MVPs is he? Is, will he win an MVP before it's all said and done? No. You don't think he's an MVP guy? No. You want to know why? Why? There's too many, there's too many Allens, Mahomes, and Burrows out there that already have their head start on them in the race. Okay. I think if he continues to develop the way he is, Trevor Lawrence is going to get one of those. He'll be an MVP consideration. Yes. Yeah. Now, I'm not talking about this year, by the way. I'm saying down the road. If you're projecting, and I say, will Trevor Lawrence win an MVP in the next eight years? Okay. Because he's not going anywhere. I would be willing to tell you that Jacksonville will get better. And with the way that they're winning and how much they're relying on him, he kind of reminds me of Lamar in the sense that it's like 80% Lawrence. Whatever. Like, if he doesn't carry them, you know, now. And I look at Lamar that way. Now, he's not playing Saturday. But the Ravens are kind of built. If Lamar doesn't do Lamar things, they're not not going anywhere. I I don't want to underscore, even though the numbers and the stat lines look very modest overall last night. Uh, let's not underscore how good that Jets defense is because it is excellent. You're right. And he had exceeded uh, most of the Jet averages by the third quarter of that game. The, the, the Jaguars offense did as far as yards per game, points per game, first downs per game. Like Jacksonville had their way last night with a really good defense in very tough weather conditions. 20-31, 229, Trevor Lawrence. Here was uh, the Jags going up 10-3. The final score, again, holding the Jets to just three Points last night. 19-3 was the final. ETN the running back. Quarterback sneak dives toward the end zone. Touchdown! He dove over the top and Trevor Lawrence. Touchdown, Jaguars! He's seventh in yards in the league right now. He will pass, my guess is, over the next three weeks for 4,000 yards. He's at 37-49. 24 touchdowns. That's tied for fifth. And seven interceptions. The interception number has come down. He's just been throwing touchdowns he's like been crazy. Great. Yeah, it's hard to deny he's been great. Again, when you take the look, the look at the last six weeks, he's dramatically improved. The whole sample of the year is above average, but I, I, you know, I don't like it when we do that whole ignore the first six bad weeks in favor of the last six good weeks. That's that's all part of it, but it, it's hard to deny how good he's been as of late. Things are changing with how you're going to watch the NFL. We're going to talk about it as part of our NFL Blitz. Now, I love the red zone, but the guy sitting next to me not so much, and this new deal could affect it. We'll explain coming up on Sports Radio 929 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 